Welcome to the Future of Medicine podcast, where we believe that feeling great and living a long time is possible and that your healthcare should help you get there. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Wenzel. My hope is simple, that this show will help you along your journey to becoming the healthiest, strongest, and most powerful version of you possible. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey, everybody. Before we jump into the show, I am very excited about this episode. It's all about longevity. Three steps to think about your thinking when it comes to longevity, mindset, and strategy. The three fundamental principles that are at play as you navigate and march this out. And three secrets that are incredibly liberating and empowering that aren't so secret, actually. And I can't wait to get into this with you. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Future of Medicine podcast. I am your host, Dr. Wenzel. I am joined by the lovely and talented Jennifer Justice. Good morning. How are you? Jen, I love your energy today. Thank you. You are on fire. I am on fire. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) This episode is really exciting. It's a common topic. It is something that we're super interested in and comes up in a lot of conversations, and it's all about longevity. This episode is a high-level framework for adding three vibrant decades of living to the back end of your life. And we get excited about this because we actually think it's possible. Mm -hmm. And we're deploying strategies with our private patients that we really believe will map towards these more vibrant decades on the back end. And we thought that putting some of our thoughts in an organized way about how we think about this could help you, the listener, use some of these mindsets and strategies to execute them in your own life. And there are three basic steps to pursuing um, this incredible endeavor of longevity and adding life on the back end. And I think it starts with, Jen, something that you and I over and over and over and over talk about, and that is no normal is not the goal. Right. Normal is just another word for common or average. Mm-hmm. And most normals, whether we're talking about population health or lab ranges are the averages of sick people because the average person is sick. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have a mindset rooted in optimization. So we say optimal over normal. That's, Mm -hmm. that's step number one. Step number two is you have to really adopt a mindset of a hunter. Absolutely. And we refer to ourselves as hunters all the time. But identify and hunt is step number two of longevity. And step number three is there has to be an actionable plan that is executable and it has to be rooted in risk reduction. So Mm -hmm. execution of a risk risk reduction strategy. And we'll talk a little bit more in this episode about non-modifiable versus modifiable and how we think about that. But Mm -hmm. you have to be focused on optimization. You have to be willing to identify and hunt and you have to be able to execute an actual risk reduction st- as just kind of a let's jump right into it. That I think that's the underpinning of, of how we think about this. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, these concepts we talk about in nearly every visit with our members. And I think the if I had to say the one that resonates the most with people is optimal versus normal. Because yeah. nobody wants to just be normal or average. They want to live their most optimal, vibrant life. And so mm-hmm. when they learn that concept and learn what optimal means to us and what opportunity they have to optimize their health, their relationships, 
you know, it's it a really game resonates. Changer. Yeah, yeah. I I see basically two buckets of people. There's the the bucket of people who already realize and are kind of beginning the journey of, hey, I want the best version of me, and that may or may not be normal. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people who don't even know that that's an option, but as soon as they hear it. Yeah. They're like, uh, yes, please. Yeah. And especially when you apply it to the concept of longevity, mm-hmm. when we're talking about reverse engineering the next three decades of your life, you know, where, wherever you are in that journey, that's pretty powerful. Oh, yeah. Like, wait a minute. I have the opportunity to actually live the back half of my life optimally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, I mean, who wouldn't want that? Begin with the end in mind. That's right. And so I think that we get to condense lots of wisdom Mm -hmm. and lots of conceptual insight and wisdom into our strategy that may or may not be historically health related. Mm -hmm. But these principles are universal. That's the beauty of principles. Yeah. Is that they're truths that are that traverse multiple subjects and and disciplines Mm -hmm. because they're principles. Yeah. Uh, And they certainly stand the test of time and beginning with the end of mind end in mind is 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 absolutely critical and and we're talking about adding decades so let's talk about these three principles that we we really believe are at play here when we think about and execute our longevity plan and and number one and and as with anything as we're trying to achieve a new level of success or a new milestone, a um, goal setting. Yeah. There has to be a clear picture of what the goal is. And you need a team that can help you navigate so many pitfalls and so many areas of blindness and vulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. I think that number one principle in a longevity strategy and I think you would agree, would be goal setting and finding your team. Find, get very clear on your why. Mm -hmm. Like, what is the goal? Why is it important? And who do I need on my team? We've created content about this, you know, and and the power of the right who, because they're going to bring the how. Right. And, you know, just sharing some of my personal journey, and we were talking about that this morning, the difference at this point in my life with my journey is that I have that team in place yeah. where I didn't have it before. I have a nutrition coach. I have a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. I'm surrounded by, you know, they say uh, you're the sum of the five people most important to you yes. in your life. I have that. You become core group. the five closest people in your life. That's right. And for me, it's just been. You've uh, elevated your circle. Right. Yeah. And what happens is you've created an environment and an ecosystem where in your imperfections, which will happen because mm-hmm. you're a human. You have an environment that immediately identifies and redirects and coaches you up and gets you back into the strategy. Right. Which you're hacking your own behavior because these are your goals. Yeah. You you, you defined these goals. Mm-hmm. And then you have systematically put people in your life as your team that you know in your areas of weakness or in your moments of imperfection, they will be exactly what you need in advance. And yep. you make that decision and that commitment in advance when you don't need them. You you start putting them together. So goal setting, really getting good at goal setting and having a team that can help you identify the goals so that you can begin with the end in mind. And then your team strategically can keep you elevated and, and marching out the, the very thing that you want. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's absolutely number one principle 
the second principle is I, I call it offense over defense. This is so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sports guy. Uh-huh. And so oftentimes my analogies end up in some form of competitive athletic endeavor. And many years ago, I started talking about this and it just, it, I just gravitated towards it. And now it's very, very sticky. Mm-hmm. And this is in, involved, th- this is really rooted in our risk reduction strategy. So like, how do you actually reduce your risk of dying early and not feeling great? And there are two primary buckets. There, bucket number one are the risk factors that you cannot change. Mm-hmm. I cannot change that I'm a man and that I'm going to be 47. That is a non-modifiable risk factor. I cannot pause time and I cannot magically not become a male. The other thing that is non-modifiable would be family history. Right. If my parents had bad heart disease or there isn't a person as far back as I can go in my history with heart disease, I've done nothing to earn that. These are non-modifiable risk factors. They are what they are. They need to be managed but more in a defensive mindset. Mm-hmm. Because playing defense, you're, all, you're on your heels as a defender because you don't know the play. Right. <laughs> and so there's a, much, there's a undertone of reaction and reacting. But when it comes to making massive impact, uh, defense is super important. Like if you have a family history or you're a 65-year-old male, with a family history, those are three non-modifiable risk factors mm-hmm. that are very significant, especially if it's for heart disease or prostate cancer or colon, like whatever. But when it comes to making massive shifts in our life, it's the offensive side of the ball where we actually move the needle. Yeah. Playing offense is attacking the second bucket, which are the modifiable risk factors. These are the things that are a risk, but you can actually impact them. Mm-hmm. This is you're not on your heels, you're on your toes. You're leaning into the play. You know the play. You're going after it and it's on offense. And this, in real life, this is like, if you're smoking. Please stop. Just, just <laughs> what, what are we, why are we having this conversation? Right. And I understand that it's very, very hard, but I will also tell you that there is nothing more important than stopping smoking if you have any ambition to live a long life. Mm-hmm. It is completely a gamble. And of course, People who smoke and who are committed to making excuses to smoking will always bring up the one or two examples of the one person who lived till 90 and they did fine. Yeah. Great. If a million people crossed an eight lane highway, a couple people would survive. Most wouldn't. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like that. Mm-hmm. I have another, another example, because smoking is kind of like the obvious X on the map, like cut here, dig here, decreasing visceral fat reversing or optimizing your insulin sensitivity spectrum, reversing insulin resistance, which really is at play with metabolic disease, which we have spent countless hours studying, teaching, creating content. Metabolic disease is the gateway disease in, I would say the Western world, but we we basically, in in all civilization at this point, if you have metabolic disease, hypertension, insulin resistance, Mm -hmm. diabetes, visceral fat, cancer, these, all these diseases that are fueled by excess abundant energy are the number one problem. So going on offense is really, really key. Yeah. And I see that even in your life. Oh, absolutely. You know, just <laughs> I mean, since we're sharing so much about your, your... There are times when I'm on defense, you know, vacation, for example, mm-hmm. or some sort of life event gets in the way and you just sort of have to maintain where you're at and just not backslide. 
But this concept of offense versus defense really speaks to me because I have to stay on offense every mm -hmm. single day or I will end up with the things that we're talking about. Now, I'm a non-smoker. Mm -hmm. I love that about myself. However, you know, the other things that you're talking about will happen to me very quickly should I stay on defense too long. And so it's super important to me and something that I work at daily. It's a daily discipline for me. Well, and I love that you shared that. I will go even higher level and say that anybody you admire mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the area or areas with which you admire them, if you were able to have a really honest and open conversation with that person, they would tell you, I appreciate you noticing this area that I'm succeeding. Mm -hmm. It's on purpose. Yeah. It's by design. Yeah. You may not be able to see outwardly the discipline and the behaviors that I have committed to. Playing offense starts to get really easy when you have momentum. Yeah. Everybody's watched a game where you're like, man, this, they can't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. Everything they're drawn up, it's working. But that's the end result of all of the things that are essential to putting uh, all the blocking and tackling are being done. And offense in the things that matter the most is the principle. Right. That we're talking about. Well, one of our gurus that we love, Tony Robbins, said, oh, yeah. and this resonates with me too, people are re rewarded in public for what they do in private. Yeah. And you think about the sports gurus like LeBron James. I mean, yes, he's naturally talented, but he mm -hmm. practices his face off. He also practices the most. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, really a great concept. And, and because it's such a beautiful principle, which makes it a principle, there really isn't any limit to its application, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you need a break from being on offense because you get injured or mm -hmm. fatigue or boredom or you face a new challenge that you're not, it slows you down and you can get a little, it's okay to go on defense from time to time. Mm -hmm. But the default can't be defense and expect to march the ball down the field. Right. Like you have, you, if your goal is to get to the other end zone, you've got to have an offensive mindset and respect the defense and understand when a defensive strategy is important. But this is a huge principle, principle number two. Principle number three, and this is really what we do, and that is you can't manage what you don't measure. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to measure and track what we call your KHIs, your key health indicators, equivalent in the business world to your KPIs, your mm -hmm. key performance indicators. Everything can't be important. Otherwise, by nef definition, nothing is important. Mm -hmm. Being very clear on what you are hunting for, why you're hunting for it, and what you are measuring to determine whether we are succeeding or lagging behind. Like, how are we defining success? Mm -hmm. Let's measure it. Yeah. And this is around metabolic health. As I've mentioned before, I mean, this is the gateway disease process that we're most ambitious to strangle. We understand that sleep is vastly underrated. We've created a lot of content around sleep. We need to be tracking our sleep, tracking our metabolic health, tracking our physical activity as a powerful creature, how we move our body through space how much, how well, how consistently, these are all things that data matters. And then uh, hormone, hormone optimization. We really believe that your neurohormonal environment as a comprehensive statement is really critical 
to living a long time and feeling great. So those are the three principles. And any thoughts about those principles before we move on to the next? Oh, no, I think even if you just took those, one of those three principles and, and started oh my gosh. small, I mean, it yeah. would be a game changer. Yeah. Well, look, I and mean, this is the culmination of, I don't know how many years of practicing medicine, being thoughtful, mm-hmm. studying. What happens is the more time you spend with this, as you start to get more on a mastery level of the things that are most important, these principles start to show themselves. Mm-hmm. And you start to see them showing up over and over and over and over again. And, and with the countless cases that we have managed and the countless amounts of hours that we have studied and just in, been in deep conversation, following our own curiosities, mm-hmm. th- these are the principles that always show up. You know, you, you've got to have a, you got to be a good goal setter and you got to have a great team. You, you've got to have a real offensive bend an offensive mindset that you're going after it. This is not a passive process. Mm -hmm. And you've got to be able to measure and know what to track so that you can actually determine if what you're doing is working. I want to kind of wrap this all up with, I mean, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I really do think they're they're not so secret secrets. It's, It's three secrets that once you get your head around each one, I really think are incredibly liberating. Mm empowering and there's an element of a deep breath and simplification to this what seems so mysterious and that is secret number one and I got this concept from Simon Sinek who's one of my favorite authors yeah great book start with why was his Mm -hmm. kind of his coming out party and he you know that your whole any endeavor needs to begin with why it's important, which is a great concept. Recommend the book. He wrote another book called The Infinite Game. And I love this, being a sports guy, as I mentioned, that being alive involves us to in participating in lots of games. Mm-hmm. And in a finite game, which most every game is, there's a beginning and an end. There are rules. There's a score. There's a winner. There's a loser. The challenge is, although sports are great because they're finite games, um, there are some games that we have to play as humans where there is no end and and there really is no winner or loser and there really isn't a scoreboard. And these are things like, do you ever win at being a dad? (laughs) Right. Do you ever win at being a husband or a good human? Mm -hmm. I mean, is it ever too late to turn it around? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, your health is an infinite game. Mm-hmm. There are some games, again, that we play that just don't have an end, but there are rules, but there is no winner and loser and there is no end point. The end point of infinite games end when you die. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the secrets is it's never too late. Yeah. And the other side of that is I don't care what kind of success you've had in the past, the game isn't over until it's over. And you can lose your way and start to really underperform and lose the successes that you, this is a net score game. Mm -hmm. At the very end, we tally. Yeah. And you won't be around. (laughs) And this is where legacy and a lot of really deep things start coming into here. But I think secret number one is your health journey your longevity journey is an infinite game. Yeah. What do you think about that? Oh, I mean, I love 
there's a lot of concepts in that book that I love, and it's been a while since I've read it or listened to it, but, you know, just the infinite versus finite mindset and how leaders of companies approach that that have been super successful. They have an infinite mindset versus a finite mindset. And, you know, definitely you've, you've touched on it that when it comes to your health, gosh, I mean, who... We're talking about adding three vibrant decades to your life. You, you can't yeah. do that with a finite mindset. No. <laughs> it's just not going to work. That's right. We're, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. No. And you only get one lap around the track, as you've said before. You know, this is a gift, and we have to embrace that with... Steward it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Invest in it. Mm-hmm. And if you shoot for 30 and you end up with 12 extra, you win. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I mean... How much is every year worth? How yeah. much is a day worth at the end? Mm-hmm. One more day. Mm-hmm. Like this is a massive upside. Yeah. So secret number two is that your daily behaviors will dictate your long-term results. Yeah. Whatever you want to achieve, whatever your goal is and all of your reasons If you're not deploying an offensive strategy in a a daily, seven days a week, 365 behavior that maps towards that goal, you won't get it. Right. Which means you can't do everything, which means you got to get really clear on what the things that are most important are. And a real clue here is if it's an infinite game, it's probably something you need to do every day. Mm -hmm. Loving your spouse, being a good human stewarding your temple, being a great parent, being a great colleague and coworker. There aren't a ton of ton of things that the game goes on forever. Mm-hmm. But a real clue to the things that you need to be doing every day, they're infinite games. Yeah. And the health is one of them. If you're only a really great human or husband on Tuesday, that's not a recipe for success. Right. <laughs> you're going to have a lot of pain and suffering in your life. You are. Yeah. And so I think and I, I really just think that helps eliminate a lot of the overwhelm. There isn't some magic thing that happens in the future at some point. This is like, no, I start today mm-hmm. doing the things that are consistent and congruent with the goals that I have. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I'll do them tomorrow. Yeah. And I'll do them the next day. And I'm going to have challenges and I'm going to have days that I'm not perfect. But this is about building the environment, the team, all of those things. But an offensive mindset to do the 13 things every day that matter the absolute most and everything else just doesn't matter. Yeah. But if your health isn't one of them, you won't succeed at a longevity strategy. I think in these daily behaviors and these long-term results, these these focus on the main thing, keep the main thing the main thing, as Stephen Covey said, mm-hmm. or you're talking about more of an essentialist mindset where we only focus on mastering the things that are most essential, everything else we ignore. I, I think that one of the things that is behind that is this notion of progress over perfection. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really yeah, good Most one. people say, you know, well, if I can't do it perfect, I don't want to do it, which is a very elegant stall tactic. Well, it's the all or nothing mindset, yeah. right? If I can't. That doesn't work. Yeah. You might intermittently get rewarded, mm-hmm. but long term success, there is no all or nothing mindset. Right. It is a commitment to doing your best effort being able to rally when you're having a hard time or reading, having challenges, having the right team to support you and encourage you. Because what happens is these micro progressions, not perfection, these micro progressions towards your ideal self, 
creates momentum. And we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about momentum. It is a compounding phenomena, which means it's nonlinear. Like what that means in English is one win plus one win plus one win or one micro improvement followed by another micro improvement followed by another micro improvement doesn't equal three micro improvements. Right. It equals <laughs> 342 improve. Like mm-hmm. it, they compound each other, which is what makes playing offense on the things that are most important easier over time. Don't underestimate the power of compounding momentum with progress over perfection focus. And then, you know, lastly, I just think it's the perfect investment. What else are you going to do? It's your health. It's your life. Mm. It's your only lap around the track. What else can you invest in that has zero risk? Like, what's the downside? You put a bunch of effort and you don't make any improvement? Uh, Well, I suppose. So let's say little to no risk. Mm -hmm. You immediately are going to start feeling better, if not physically, at least emotionally, because the momentum will make you feel Momentum is contagious Mm -hmm. and there's tremendous long-term upside. It sounds like a perfect investment. How could you not? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it becomes harder and harder to ignore once you start thinking about it the way we're laying it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, anybody that has, you know, 50 to 80 pounds of fat to lose off of their frame can be, that can be overwhelming in itself. How am I going to do that? You know, um, you, you see the end result instead of doing the little daily things that are going to get you there. Yeah. Well, you're focused on the how. Right. And you've skipped the goal, the clarity on the goal, the reasons why the goal, the team building cause, mm-hmm. and the right who, because the right who will tell you exactly. How. You don't even. It, but then you conquer the 80 pounds. What else can I do? Right. There's the momentum. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, maybe I am lovable. Maybe I am worthy of being in a relationship where I'm respected. Like, where does it end? I don't know. And then the third secret I love because I think it strips away all potential overwhelm and stall and delay. And that's, it's a decision. Oh, that's a good one. It has to be your decision and it has Mm -hmm. to be rooted in your why. I mean, this is, we're layering all of these things obviously, but to just make the decision and start small, but do it every single day is gonna propel you into Mm -hmm. a whole new life and probably guarantee or ensure that you have those three vibrant decades. I mean, even if you don't live longer, (laughs) you're gonna live better. Right, yeah. You still win. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. Clarity on your goals and reasons is huge. I mean, clarity is power. That helps you make decisions. That's right. You know, even if you need to write your why down on a post-it note and have it on your bathroom mirror every day to look at, at least, or in your phone, something that it pops up and you see it every single day, but get connected to that why mm-hmm. and y- you won't lose. Well, and for those that are listening, you're like, well, that's really great, but like, I have no idea. This is another great reason to mm-hmm. have your team. That's right. Because the right team will help you identify your goals mm-hmm. and then help you build a case where you can now learn why your goals are what they are. Sometimes it's right in front of you. Yeah. And you just don't have the right person yeah. to show you the way. You can't see your own swing. That's right. Mm-hmm. And a great coach, a great team will help you see where you're making mistakes. Yeah where there's areas to improve. Yeah. 
Any famous last words? I would just encourage people, you know, if you get anything from this episode to start now, you know, this is the time. Don't delay. You have the unique opportunity to take control to even just one of these principles into play. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of my favorite quotes that I heard this week again is little hinges swing big doors. And so I don't know who said that, but I love that for so many reasons because it's the compounding effect of your daily activity and behaviors that's just going to give you so much momentum and confidence and you deserve that everybody deserves to live an optimal life couldn't agree more yeah thanks for jumping in this with me jen I, i this is a really really heartfelt topic this is the culmination of like i say countless thousands of hours of patient care and i hope that this is useful to you that you can feel encouraged that Today, as you're listening to this, you will do something before you go to bed that is one singular movement in the direction towards your goal. Don't underestimate the power of momentum and the the power of a couple quick wins in a row. This is your moment. Go get it. And I wish you the best in your journey until we meet again. Take care. I want to thank you so much for your attention. Listen, I don't take it for granted. It means the absolute world to me. You can find out more about today's episode at brentwoodmd.com forward slash podcast. There you'll find the show notes, all the related links to this episode and tons of other resources. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so. And if you've already subscribed, then it would mean so much to me if you left a review. If you think we'd be a good fit to work together, or you would just simply like to know more about the concierge services that I provide my private clients, email us at membership at brentwoodmd.com. And now for the obligatory disclaimer, this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute the practice of medicine or the giving of medical advice as no doctor-patient relationship has been formed. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should seek the advice of their own medical professional providers.